And we have arguably their best player, MVP candidate, platinum glove winner. This guy is early joining us. And uh, as we always say, with no offense to anyone else, but he's our favorite interview each and every spring. And uh, he joins us on the air right now, Matt Chapman from Houston. Matt, it's Dave, Kyle, and Jay. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, man. And and honestly, I'm always rooting for you guys to win. Uh, but I tweeted out last Me night. Me too. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I would hope, we were really hoping you'd win last night, especially, though, because we wanted a happy Matt Chapman on today. Not that you would have been mean or anything, but it's got to feel mm-hmm. good to get that win in Houston. Yeah, it felt good. Yeah, if, if we didn't win yesterday, who knows Who knows how I'd be. You weren't going to call if you didn't win, huh? <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. We wouldn't be having this phone call right now. <laughs> let's, start, let's start out talking about the game itself, uh, and we'll obviously have some fun here. Uh, what were you thinking when that ball got stuck at the bottom of the wall and they put Cannon back on third? Um, You know, I... I'm thinking that you're going to need to throw your hands up right away. Uh, if, but I mean, I get it. Um, but I think the, the, where, where the left fielder was playing and by the time he even got the ball in, Canna was already pretty much going to score. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of where I lean, but you know, I know that the, they don't care what I think. And then the, but you know, every run's precious, especially against these guys, man, no lead safe. Uh, Matt Olson came up with the with the big home run in the ninth to put you guys in front. Uh, the home run was obviously great. I'm a big fan of the pimp job, though. What did you think of that? <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he, he. It's nice to get a ball, uh, you know, in a stadium like this and know that you got it. You know, in Oakland, it's hard to pimp some balls. <laughs> I, I think. I think uh, you know that was just a great at bat by Oli. Um, and a huge, huge hit. You know, we didn't really have much going for us that whole game. Wade Miley had been pitching well. And, I mean, you know, the game before was the game that we'd like to forget about. And, <clears throat> you know, we we've pretty much been losing for, you know, 18 innings of baseball. And then we were able to come up there and get a big three-run homer from Oli and then able to find a way to win that game. So to put ourselves in a situation to win the series today is huge. Oh, Matt Chapman joining us. That's kind of where I was going, Matt. It, it, you, you guys are a good team, and you know that, and you obviously believe in yourselves. Houston just seems to be, or has seemed to be, a buzzsaw for you, and that 11-1 game wasn't the way you wanted to start the series out. That three-run home run, really a microcosm. Uh, how huge was it for you guys to not only believe you can beat Houston, but now you know you can take the series and you actually see the results in front of you? Yeah, uh, it's huge. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, we – no matter what's going on, you know, we don't get too, too down. Um, and we're a confident group. Uh, we, we play well as a team and we know what we need to do to win games. Um, but yeah, it was big to get that, you know, felt like we hadn't beat them in a while and they, you know, they do have our number and they are the reigning, you know, AOS champs. So, you know, if you, if you want to take this division, you got to take it from them. Um, so it was good uh, to put ourselves in a situation to, you know, win this series and, Kind of like a, a nice little breath of fresh air when only hit that home. We're like, ah, oh, you know, if we're not that anybody is panicking, but it's just, uh, you know, nice to after getting swept last time we played them and then that first game to kind of get that one out of the way. Last time we saw you was was February. Uh, it's now July. How, how's how's the mustache? I mean, let's let's get some uh, upper lip update for you. That's always something we we tend to focus uh, it's, on. It's it yeah it's it's uh. 
been a kind of a, a you know a roller coaster ride for that thing mm-hmm. that you know started off in Japan with the stash and then when it kind of went away for a while and then you know this is the first year I've really had to consistently shave so I've got like a little five o'clock shadow up there I'm not used to I'm just growing up right in front of your eyes. <laughs> I'm really proud of you for that, man. Yeah. I, I just recently, in the last couple of years, had to start shaving like multiple times a week. So it's kind of it's, annoying. I, I, I feel you, man. It's awesome. Uh, does, have you thought about it all? Because obviously, make the All Star team this year. You get to go to Cleveland. Um, I want to hear about that experience for sure. But did it dawn on you that mm. you have made an All Star team in 100 percent of the years that you've recorded a promo for our show at spring training? That's correct. <laughs> well, I think that's the first I, you know, thing you thought about. I imagine. That's the only thing I thought about. Right. Uh, but no, it was, I mean, it was just a great experience to be able to, you know, make make that team was, you know, an honor and a dream come true. And then to be able to do the home run derby with my dad was it's pretty special, you know, something that we always dreamed of. I mean, if you would have asked me if it was going to ever happen, uh, I don't know. So to be able to do that was pretty cool what's it you're you're sitting there you're you're getting ready for this home run derby and then you watch Vlad Guerrero Jr. go up and just launch everything yes. that got thrown near the plate out of the stadium is that kind of an exhilarating like oh my goodness this is amazing or is it is there a competitor in you that's like man this sucks I'm gonna have to go hit 25 bombs to win this um well the I definitely was competitive because I wanted to win and uh I when he held those homers yeah, I wasn't like, you know, scared. I was like, all right, here we go. You know, I still thought I could beat him, especially when my dad threw the first pitch right down the middle and I smoked it. I was like, <laughs> here we go. But all I could think about uh, when it was getting, you know, down to the down to the wire and I knew I kind of wasn't going to beat him was, you know, Olsen's never going to let me hear the end of this. <laughs> He's like, if you don't beat Vlad Guerrero Jr., I'm not going to let you hear the end of it. But he, he's been pretty easy on me because I don't think anybody would have beat 29 homers in the first round. Yeah, that's wild. You mentioned your dad so, throwing – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're all good. Yeah, no, you mentioned your dad throwing one down the pipe for you to smoke on that first pitch. After that, it seems like he had some pretty nasty stuff he was out there throwing. <laughs> was he out there trying to get you out, and what was the conversation like after that at bat? <laughs> no, poor guy. Uh, he – I mean – to his defense, he was like, all right, so let me know if you're going to do the derby so I can practice. And, you know, he hasn't thrown BP in a while. All he does is play play slow-pitch softball and, you know, uh, hang, hang out with his buddies and play softball. So he hasn't played baseball in, you know, a while. And uh, he was like, I'll go throw to your high school team or something and practice this week. So uh, let me know. And then I was like, yeah, we're not doing the derby. Don't worry about it. And then literally the day before the home run derby, they they told me that, you know, would you want to do it? And I told my dad, I was like, uh, we're doing it. And he, didn't back, he didn't back down, but he got no practice. So him. I'm going to, awesome. he didn't, but I'd rather, you know, go down having him throw to me than, you know, anything else. So hopefully, uh, you know, he, I think he's over from all the flack that he caught from it, but it's all good. Matt Chapman with us. Matt, uh, obviously we love you and we were excited to have you on, but so are the fans. You have a ton of fans all over the place, especially here in the greater Sacramento area. And a lot of people listening in the Bay Area, and we told them yesterday if they sent us some stuff on uh, Twitter that uh, we would ask a few of their questions. So uh, here we go. Uh Yeah, here we go. These are all very, very important. Really hardball questions here, too. Uh, Let's see. We'll start with uh, how's your uh, Fortnite game? Are you keeping Mm. up on that at all? 
Uh, I do play Fortnite, um, and I suck. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say that I suck, but I like it a lot for how good I for how not good I'm at at it. <laughs> Chad Pender's Chad Pender's really good. Olson's really good. Lou Trevino's good. Herman's Herman's pretty unbelievable. Chris Herman's pretty like I feel like he could like get paid. Wow. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh milk on its own. A nice cold glass of milk. Good drink, bad drink. Love it. Dang, oh, that, come is, on. that is actually come a, on. Matt, that, that is the correct Long- answer. Strong bones. Come on. Thank I you. mean, I grew up drinking milk. I don't care what anybody says. It's good for you. Uh, that's you and me. Big milk hive here. The other well, I, I did not grow up drinking milk, and I was an all-star in my slow pitch league. So how about that, Matt? Oh, burned. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I just I just don't think that if you don't drink milk, you probably just have no pop. <laughs> uh, that hits way too yeah, close that to does, home. Doesn't it? Uh, is, is ketchup acceptable on a hot dog if you're over 18? Yeah, I think yes. so. Uh, yes. As long as there's some relish and mustard and on there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. Uh, what is your? Do you have a go-to food before and/or after games? Is there a traditional food for you? Um, you know, I wish I could say that there was, but I kind of just eat whatever they put in front of me. Mm. Okay. You know that. You know, there's not really much of a choice. Uh, you, you know, kind of just you, you get what you get. Is there a favorite ball uh, other than, of course, the Coliseum? Eh. Is there a is there a favorite ballpark uh, that you go to where you go? Oh man, the food here is awesome! Or I, I know I'm going to eat right here in the city. Yeah, Yankee Stadium. I mean, I feel like you know, there's like ten different meals every day at that place, and like <laughs> it's just like it's like heaven. Eating good at Yankee Stadium. Which would you rather yeah. do? In a World Series, it's a great question, I think. Which would you rather do in a World Series Game 7? Would you rather hit the game-winning walk-off home run at home, or would you rather pull off a game-winning ninth-inning triple play while on the road? Oh, triple play. <laughs> Shocking. <Yes. right? laughs> okay, we, we have to ask this question. Uh, Matt Williams, but, go ahead. But it would be kind of cool to hit a homer at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, not that you would, like, poo-poo the other right. one. Right, <laughs> yeah, but Mazeroski's already done that. We right. haven't had the triple play yeah. before. How great is it to work with Matt Williams? You see the effect not just on you but on other fielders as well. And, and he knew his way around that hot corner when he was with the Giants and all those other teams. Uh, we've we've asked you this before, but you just continue. When we, we think you can't get any better in the field, you continue to get better. And I imagine working with Matt's a big part of that. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 awesome. I mean, he he's played the game for, you know, 18 years and didn't forget how hard it was. Um which is huge. You know, he, he understands, he knows the grind. Um, and he doesn't really put too much pressure on anything. Just like, he just really enjoys like helping us work. And it's just all about the work. You know, he doesn't get too high, get too low, just works, works hard. And I'll tell you what, that guy gets in the gym every single day. We showed up here at nine in the morning today and he's already been listening for like an hour. What a monster. Is there a def- guy's an animal? Is <laughs> another question they had. Is there a defensive play you're hunting for? Is there a play that you haven't made uh, in the major leagues that you've always wanted to knock out? Uh, I mean, the triple play would be yeah. one of them. I play pretty deep to get that done. 
so I'm trying to like find a way to to turn a triple play with uh, you know I got to like change my depths, but I would say that or uh, being going out in the shift and there's like a ball in the gap and I go out as the lead cutoff man and throw somebody out at home plate. Mm. Yeah, like that sounds like to win a game or something. Sure. I feel like that would I've, that used to be like my favorite thing to do. Is it tough for players? You, know, you talk about the shift. Um, there's some that say ban the shift, others that say just beat the shift. Stupid, you know. I, I, I'm curious which side you're on, A and B. Is it tough psychologically for players to to bunt against the shift? Do you, Do you think the shift can get more beaten? Is it an ego thing, or are we just big fat dummies watching the game and we don't understand how difficult that is to do? Um, I mean, there's a little bit of everything, but I think that I don't think that they should be able to ban it. I think that. You know, that's just part of the game. It's, you know, play pitch, pitching to how you're going to play. And, you know, uh, I think that bunting is, like, becoming a thing of the past. So now that guys are having to handle the bats more, they're, it's not, they're not as used to it because it's more of a power-driven game. So I think that guys start bunting and beating the shifts, it'll change, and then guys are going to have to adapt. And then once guys start hitting the four-seamers up, guys are going to throw more sinkers. So it's just like there's always that constant adjustment. Um, and I think that, you know, the shifts and things like that, like get guys back to handling the bats a little bit more. And then, you know, once they start switching that, guys are going to start hitting more homers. I feel like everything just is going to come in waves. But you talk about adjustments, and that looks like something that you've made this year. Like your numbers have just kind of gone up across the board. You're walking more. You're striking out less. Is that Was that a conscious adjustment you made over the off season? Was there something that you did, or is it just a matter of, uh, having another year of experience under your belt and seeing major league pitching? Um, I think it's more so the yeah, just having another year of experience and and just getting more used to seeing guys um, because I, I haven't really made too many adjustments since the one I made last year. I've kind of tried to just keep that rolling. Um, but I think that it's just being, being smarter about my at-bats and realizing what guys are trying to do to me and uh, just kind of being more mature and polished as a hitter. Sure. Uh, I want to I want to jump back over to the defensive side real quick. When you do make like a sliding like backhanded play, um, are you thinking to yourself like, man, that looked awesome, <laughs> and I'm really excited to show off my arm, or are you just kind of not thinking in that moment? Uh, I don't. I'm not really thinking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not one for tasting myself too much. Um, I just get the job job done. But I, I feel like uh, I'm more worried about just making a play for like. I feel like I'm always just trying to save pitchers' ERAs. Right. Matt Chapman with us. Your Oakland Athletics. They'll be playing in just a few hours, along with Matt and the rest of the crew, right here on Sports 1140 KHK, trying to take that series from the Astros back to uh, the important questions. Uh, movies. Do you have a favorite movie you've seen recently? Do you get a chance to watch movies, uh, whether it's in your hotel room or out on the town when you're uh, on the road? Um, I do yes and no. Uh, I feel like sometimes we're so busy, don't do anything but sleep and play ball. But uh, I would say the last movie I watched, I happened to wake up early yesterday, and their Born Identity was on TV. I like that movie. Okay. But I would say I'm looking forward to going and seeing the. Uh, once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that yep. new Quentin Tarantino oh, movie. Yep. Same yeah, that looks good. Um, I don't know. 
Uh, what's a movie I watched lately that I really liked? Did you watch Endgame? I don't know. The Avengers mm. one? No, I no. haven't seen that yet. Okay, no spoilers. You say, here's the plot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I just finished Game of Thrones not too long ago, so That's, I'm still okay. maybe just coming down off the Game of Thrones. Kyle, right. take it because we have questions. How did, yeah, how did you feel overall about season eight? Because it got panned pretty badly uh, when it was on yeah. live. So what were your thoughts on it? Well, I love, I mean, Game of Thrones is probably my favorite TV show ever. I think it's just amazing. But I think that uh, for how amazing the show is, you know, it was good because it was slow and everything was played out. I just think that it got a little rushed there. Yeah. You know, if they would have made the last season like three seasons, like if it was like a 10 season show instead of eight, I think it would have been not even close to the best show that's ever been made. No, spoiler alert, everybody. So turn down your radio for a second. Uh, are you okay yeah. with uh, the brand, the broken uh, finale and all that and how they made him the guy? Uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Um, I think that, uh, you know, there wasn't a place for John there. And he, I mean, technically there's no white walkers and there's nothing left to do with the wall. So John kind of is free. So that's my guy. And then brand, you know, brand knows everything. So I get it. And then there's no, like, they've kind of broke the wheel in their own way. So like everything kind of worked out the way it was supposed to, but it was just kind of like, it all happened so fast. Like it, it needed to be more played out. Yeah. Last couple of fan questions here. Uh, Matt Chapman, can you drive a stick shift? Uh, yes. Wow. Wow. That's actually I cannot. unexpected. That yeah, most, I, I've never needed to learn. Thirty kid. Now, was that because you wanted a certain type of car? Or was that because you're you know, a lot of a lot of dads take their kids? That, that's how you learn to drive. How'd you learn how to drive a manual transmission? I didn't learn how to drive on that, but I've I've had friends who've had the car, and my cousin had one, and he let me drive it. So I just like I know how to do it. You know, I'm maybe not the smoothest transition, but you know, I I can get the job done in a pinch if you need me. <laughs> and in 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 we talked about go to foods and if there's anything on the regular there. But what about super? Is there any superstitions you have whatsoever when it comes to baseball? Um, nothing that's like I live and die by. But if you know if I'm doing some certain thing and I'm playing well or we're playing well as a team, I'll keep it rolling. Or like the same combo with coffee or like use the same bat or wear the same cleats. Like if we you know, if we don't win the game, maybe I'll switch up my cleats and then try and keep those ones rolling. So maybe little tiny things like that that are, like, fun, but nothing that's like, if I don't have this, you know, like, I can't compete that day. We talked to Matt Olson last year, and he said that in AAA, he's, he said he's very superstitious, and you used to try and mess with his superstitions. Hmm. Is that still a thing that goes on? Uh, I You know, I, I let Big O be, but he, uh, I did – you know, I've, ever since I kind of uh, used his bat and broke his bat, that's his lucky game bat in the cage, I yeah. kind of blowed uh, oh. my roll on that. Oh. Um, Yikes. But, I, you know, I, yeah, he's he's everybody's superstitious whether they want to, you know, say it or not, you know. Uh, but I hope, you know, maybe I taught him a little bit of a lesson that, you know, he's just that good and he doesn't have to worry about it. <laughs> Hey, speaking of messing with former teammates, I'm not sure if a lot of people know, but you were high school te- teammates with fellow Gold Glove third baseman Nolan Ar- Arenado. Any fun stories from your guys' high school days? What's that? 
Any fun, last part I've any fun stories from your high school days with uh, Nolan Arenado? Ugh, easy for me to say. Yeah. Um, geez. Uh, well, I got a. I know when I was, uh, I had to face him in Little League one time. Uh, and I was, and this is in high school, I know, but he, uh, in, hi, in high school, he was two years older than me. And I was like the young, like the youngest kid on the team. So I was kind of just like, you know, pretty quiet. And I had, I was like 15. So they were all like, you know, 18. I don't think they really wanted to hang out with me, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I hung out with all, all my, uh, like, sophomore buddies but uh he uh in little league i just remember when he would come into pitch i was like you know like nine years old and he was like 12 <laughs> and he was thrown so hard i stood in the far as far away from the plate as i could and as far back i was just like i wanted no part of it i was like i was just so happy when i had grounded out to the shortstop <laughs> <laughs> happy you've ever been in your life to ground out i didn't get embarrassed yeah right hey, hey speaking of high school and little league at what point did you know or or did it click in your brain like i'm gonna do this professionally um i feel like my senior year of high school i was like super underrated you know and like even like my own friend even my own friends that went to different high schools that like we were committed to the same college and like we'd play against each other sometimes they like saw me my senior year and they're like you know when did you you know get good or whatever and i was just like you know i was working hard and like wanted to prove people wrong and I did well. And then I went to Fullerton and like, you know, I wasn't expected to start or all these things. And I went in there and just like took that job and started pretty much every game I was ever there. And I feel like when I sized myself up to all the division one baseball players, I felt like I was better than all of them. And that's when I, that's when I knew inside, you know, I wasn't going to like go, you know, tell everybody that, but on the inside, I felt like, I knew that I was just as good as anybody, especially defensively. Last thing for you is we're talking to Matt Chapman of the A's. Matt, uh, speaking to Nolan Arenado, just thought of this. I was watching video on him yesterday fielding, and obviously you guys are tremendous and do have similarities at that position. He was talking about, or the analyst, I should say, was talking about how good he is and how good you are at creating the better hop. And it it was a clip of, of Nolan backing off of a grounder, a hard hit grounder, instead of charging, he was backing off to create the better hop for himself and to just trust his arm speed to get it over to first to make up for the lost time. How difficult is that for a, a third baseman to 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 master not being aggressive all the time and again creating the better hop or the better defensive position for you to make the play? It's very hard. Um, it's something that you know I'm still. I feel like I'm getting, I've been getting better at, but it's still something I have to constantly work on because you're taught, you know, once you see the ball, to just attack it and you want to go get everything. But third base is so much different, you know, if you, because I used to play shortstop and, you know, pretty much every ball you see, you're going to get and you're just flowing to the ball. But at third base, you have to like, you know, righties that are beating stuff into the ground. It's not always the best idea to go charge it and you have more time. So it's like uh it's it's kind of just like a fine it's just a feel thing and it comes with reps and experience um and trusting your arm for sure and being able to get rid of the ball quick speed of the runner but it's tough you know to see when nolan makes that play going back he makes it look easy it's hard because you're going away from the ball and the those balls tend to check up and take weird hops so like 
you're, you're not catching it even how you want to. You're just catching it a little better than you could have. Matt, you know we have a lot of affection for you, and we love talking to you each and every year. Obviously, we've been tremendous for your career. Uh, have a great game today in Houston. Have a great rest of the season. We hope to catch up with you uh, at some point. Yeah, as well. you're we, welcome. We, we, yeah, you're welcome, and uh, <laughs> we appreciate the time, brother. Yeah, no, thank you guys for uh, you know all my success and everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's a promo. Take care, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. All right, Matty. Thank you. That's Matt Chapman of your A's. He's a good dude. He's Fun a, guy. He's a, he's, a, he's really he's, serious guy. Yeah, yeah, extreme. Yeah, we need to. Uh, we, that, oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's happening. Matt Chapman thanking us for all his success. Uh, find the lie.